my fellow friend below Simon Seekers. Thank you for tuning to L3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from the Before Realm Planet Earth. Today's date is Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. This is episode 1513 entitled, Why Did Florida Constitution Carry Fail Again? Before I proceed, you can listen to me on Spreaker, Our Heart Radio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Deezer, Podcast Attic Pod, Chase of JL Sobbin, Anchor, Breaker, Podbean, Reason, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Hit that like button and share it everywhere. Plus, I'm on multiple social media sites. Just type in Loki Luck number three or Roman numeral three, which is three eyes. In addition, I'm on Telegram. You can find me at Loki Luck Roman numeral three podcast. If you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki Luck number three. So, Without further ado, instead of uh, ranting here, I'm just going to be um, hopping in here and do this article, couple of articles on this subject. This one here came from Lee Williams, I think his name is. Yeah, I think his name is Lee Williams. Hmm. Oh, actually, Dan Wass. Excuse me, Dan Wass. This is wrote here from Amalan.com. It says here, why did Florida constitutional carry fail again? As it reads, constitutional carry in Florida failed for the third year in a row, not because Florida gun owners don't support it, but because it seems to have been ignored by the Florida legislator. Even after Governor DeSantis made the public announcement that he would sign a bill for constitutional carry if it made it to his desk, and Anthony Sabatini presented the bill yet again, the Florida legislator seemed to have an issue getting it to the floor for votes. This particular group of legislators includes Senate President Wilton Simpson, Republican House Speaker, Chris Brawls, Republican, and House Chairman Chuck Brannon, Republican. Wilton Simpson is the author of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Public Safety Act, which is SB 726, otherwise known as the Parkland Gun Control Bill. But this law now allows law enforcement to confiscate farms without due process when used with the Baker Act. It, It ended the ability for anyone to purchase a gun under the age of 21, which is long run, which is illegal, by the way, folks, because you have to have a vote, a constitutional vote on it. You can't do it instantaneously, because I know for a fact. I lived around here for 45 years, and I do remember the three-day waiting period of 1988, which I voted no, and the local options. So there's no such thing as exceptionalism. Even dip crap, flip-flop Rick Scott, now senator of Florida, who was governor at the time, is talking out of his rear end and doesn't have a damn clue about the history of Florida's votes, okay? So I'll make that I'll make that very clear. It implemented a bump stock ban so vague that it included binary triggers and a statewide three-day waiting period for all long gun purchases the first time in Florida, which I said is illegal because it has to be a constitutional vote, period. Article 1, Section 8 is pretty self-explanatory, which it contradicts, by the way, and other things, but I'll talk about that later. Chris Sparles voted in favor of the Parkland Gun Control Bill in 2018. What do you think after trying to get constitutional carry for Florida residents two years in a row, Sabatini's bill would surely be a slam dunk the third time around, especially considering the 22 states. Now, if I'm correct, is uh, 23 or 24. I know Alabama and Ohio finally got signed into law, which, and I know Ohio is like 90, next 90 days. And I know Indiana is doing the same thing. So it's very interesting times, folks. But I'll carry on here. Consider the other two, 22 states that are now on board with constitutional carry and the fact that the, that the legislature is comprised of Republicans. Nope, something went wrong again. 
Seventeen's constitutional bill carry bill was introduced and assigned to the House Criminal Justice and Public Safety Subcommittee, chaired by Representative Chuck Brannon, but went exactly nowhere. According to the Florida State Director of Girls of America, Lewis Valdez, several Floridian Floridians requested this bill to be brought up in the committee by Brannon, only to be ignored and petitioned, deposited in the trash. And I've seen that video too. Okay, so if you see Brannon, go to his local office, do yourself a favor, folks, treat it as an outhouse, okay, because he likes to crap on you folks. <laughs> so I'll say this here, Valdez, Valdez told Amoland, Florida's Republican legislative leadership is instead following the national party platform of the Democrats. Yes, you all wear cowbells, right? Follow the herd, just another cow. It seems that this Republican legislator is stalling the constitutional carrier bill. Why we would think that? Representative Michelle Salzman said so on video during the 2022 legislative session. Salzman claimed that constitutional care was extremely important to her, but went on to say it's not the right time. You have the leadership in place that were the ones that voted in the, in the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas bill, period. Was it a bad bill? Yeah, I mean, I think it was. See, no, it was. A lot of the language in there were illegal, an illegal contract under Article 1, Section 10 of the Florida Constitution. All right. Now we'll talk about that a little bit. They voted for it, so they stand behind it, and that's what they're doing. They're standing behind their bill, so they're not going to hear a bill that omits a bill that they stood behind. It has nothing to do with what's good or bad. It has to do with making a decision as a leader and following through it. And so I'm not ignoring to anything to poke that bear. That's professional courtesy and many other things. So if they say bend over, you go, I will do it professionally. <laughs> Please, I'll be a doormat to the lobbyists in the system. Yeah. How courageous, right? In what it seems to be a vote of support for President Wilton Simpson, USF Executive Director, NRA Past President Marion P. Hammer said in an email to NRA members, Groups that have been attacked, President Milton Simpson should have been standing in line to thank him for not hearing the following 14 gun control bills that they actually fi were filed in the Senate. Oh, thank you. Hammer also said that the reason 17th bill wasn't heard in any committee was because he never requested to have a bill heard and never secured a Senate companion bill. She also wrote in an email to NRA members that Representative Chuck Brannon has a solid A rain with the NRA and is a true friend of gun owners of the Second Amendment. <laughs> Goodness gracious, a lot of bending over going on. Yeah. Is it possible that Sabatini didn't follow the proper protocol? Maybe. It's likely that the same people who voted for a gun control bill quietly trying to resist a constitutional carry. Sorry about that. Possibly. Could it be a case of politicians playing ball to suit their own interests? You decide. Then get out and vote for the representatives. Actually, take action of your right to keep and bear. And there's a link for that, by the way. Second Amendment is not a privilege. It is your right. And that's, one, that's why I like to say, with all due respect, Mr. Voss, do not use the Second Amendment under the state of Florida. And even over these part, these part of the United States. However, we got to think on a Florida level. Florida Constitution, especially Article 1, Declaration of Rights. But I'm going to read one more article here. And this one came a couple, a couple of days ago from um, 
me see here. Oops, sorry about that. Mer on American News. This is, this is written by Lee Williams. Florida legislative, legislative session ends without passing constitutional carry. Enough is enough. Once again, Florida's legislative session has ended. Once again, lawmakers failed to pass constitutional carry, the only bill that really mattered to the state's gun owners. Florida could have been the 23rd state to pass constitutional carry. Instead, we must wait yet another year. I've always preferred fixing the problem rather than fixing the blame. But during this session, there's a lot of blame to go around. Some will point to Representative Anthony Sabatini, who submitted a constitutional carry bill, the only such bill introduced to the session. As soon as Sabatini filed the bill, he began attacking Senate President Wilton Simpson and House Speaker Chris Brawls, calling them rhinos and other epithets. Was Sabatini right in his assessment? Sure he was, but the minute he attacked, leadership of the bill was destined to die slow, quiet death. Remember, art of war, Sabatini, art of war. Right there, with all due respect, based on this, you, you're not sun, you're not being using Sun Tzu material. Think things strategically and methodically. You don't have to go attacking. Just give them the truth. And I'll continue on here. Other lawmakers have blasted Sabatini for failing to secure a Senate sponsor and for, for refusing to do other legwork needed to pass legislation. They're right, too, but Sabatini could have dozens of other Senate sponsors, and his bill will still have will still have gone nowhere. I'll say it's about Sabatini. He has his faults. He was otherwise occupied running for Congress, but at least he introduced a bill no one else did, not a single elected official, which is true. So he planted the seed. He went to the floor, didn't go to the floor, but got to plant that seed. If you're still looking for something to blame, I start with every lawmaker in tally with an R behind their name. To be clear, Republicans control the House, Senate, and Governor's Mansion, and they still couldn't get their collective shit together and pass a constitutional carry bill. The scale of this fiasco is much bigger than just one Republican lawmaker. They're all at fault. There are more than a few of them, including a couple in positions of power, who mistaken, mistakenly believe that their precious feelings were more important than our constitutional rights. I hope they're happy. They, just, they cost us a lot. They cost us everything. Do not belong in public service. They are a very definition of rhinos. That's what Mr. Williams had to say about that. And you can, I can respect his views on this as well. And here's the thing, folks. When you start really looking at this, all right, for folks, first of all, let's learn our state constitution. That is very important because under Article One, political, um, Section One, political power, all political power is inherited in the people. The enunciation here: a certain right should not be construed, denied, or impair others retained by the people. And here's the thing, too, on basic rights, Section Two: all natural persons, female and male alike, are equal before the law and have inalienable rights. Inalienable, inalienable among which are the right to enjoy and defend life, liberty, to pursue happiness, to reward for industry, and to acquire, possess, and protect property. No person shall be deprived of any right because of race, religion, natural origin, natural origin, or physical disability. So, there you go. That's the beginning right there. That's one of the steps you got to use. All right? Right to keep and bear arms. Right to carry without a permit is a natural right. Okay? That's a fact. 
It's a natural or God-given right, regardless of your faith. Okay, so we'll continue on here. I'm not go to, of course, Article 1, Section 8. I'm not going to go too crazy on this, but I'll just go to Sections A and B, okay? So I say the right of the people to keep their arms in defense of themselves and of the lawful authority of the state should not be infringed, except that manner of bearing arms may be regulated by law. So there's a flip-flop contradiction right there, okay? And this is why I, I told people that the long rifle law on the state level is invalid because it says here, B, there shall be a mandatory period of three days, excluding weekends and legal holidays between purchase and delivery and retail of any gun for a purchase of the section of purchase means a transfer of money or other valuable consideration to the retailer and handgun means a firearm capable of being carried and used by one hand, such as a pistol revolver, holders of concealed weapon permits as prescribed in law shall not be subject to the provisions of this paragraph. And this is why with the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas law, when they say the long rifles, you have to have three days, is illegal, no and void. Okay? And this is one of the reasons why you gotta you gotta look at um you gotta look at uh why the permits are illegal. Okay, remember the whole fingerprint so they gotta get a fingerprint and so forth, get some fingerprinted and photos and all that. Why do you need permission? Because it does flip with um, our basic rights. Here's what uh, Section 9 has to say. No person shall be deprived of liberty or property without due process of law or be put twice put in jeopardy for the same offense or be compelled in any criminal matter to be a witness against oneself. So, you know, you incriminate yourself by, you know, getting yourself fingerprints and all that and you get permission by, uh, by, the, by the state. It doesn't work that way. It's supposed to be the other way around. They, you're the boss, not them. Okay, and this is considered prohibited laws and some of the stuff I said here. Here's the thing here, this is what I gotta look at. No bill of attainer, ex post facto law, or parent obligation of contract shall be passed for any so-called Florida firearms law, okay, including the permits, are illegal under that particular act. It's plain and simple. All right. So um, of course, in the, when they when they do this. When you like, when you're a licensed um, um, carry um, gun carrier, okay, it contradicts the right of privacy under Art Section 23. Every natural person has a right to be let alone and free from governmental intrusion in, into the person's private life, except as otherwise provided herein. The section shall be construed to the limits of public rights of access and to public records and the meetings provided by law, which is I know when it comes to permits. They, that's all like confidential, okay. So, so which is understandable, it's fair enough. But it's still, they know. Oh, you you have you you're you you legally carry. That's none of the damn business. Remember, you're the boss. The people have lost, not them. Another thing we gotta start looking at too, my friends, are the sheriffs. What are they? Where do they stand under Article 2, Section 5 of the Florida Constitution? Because I know, too, with this Constitution of Care, there's a lot of pushback from the Florida Sheriff's Association. Most of them, if I remember, uh, 67 counties, a huge majority of them were against it. Why is that? Because they want to know about your personal life, if you carry or not. And it's none of their confounded business. They serve you 
okay? And this is why you got to start really focusing and asking them these questions. What do you think about constitutional carry? If they're against it, they are not representing the people of your jurisdiction. The county sheriff has a constitutional duty to represent everyone in within his jurisdiction. He, You are the boss, not him. So this is why you always got to look at these areas a lot more than what it is. It's not that complex, folks. We got to start learning these things. You got more people coming into Florida probably don't even know about this. Oh, yeah, I'm a registered voter. Okay. We know about four countries. Oh, I don't know. No worries. There's people who have lived here all their lives don't even know. So we got to focus more on our state constitution instead of crying to the NRA and all that. And don't get me wrong, like, Gunners of America is awesome and another group called uh, National Association for Gun Rights, even Florida Carry. Florida Carry, they're on a screwstring budget. What's good about them, they focus on the state of Florida. I encourage people just to look it up, check them out, and that's essential. And another thing we can do, too, to counter the permits. Okay, some people, like, they have a permit and they carry it openly and they got in jail. And people, oh, they're, they're guilty. Well, we can look at this. Jury nullification. No victim, no crime. When you're in a jury trial, folks, you can make or break a law by saying not guilty. Here's the thing. In these United States, we have a three-vote system. We vote in the ballots, we vote in the grand jury, and we vote on a jury trial. You have the right to vote on your conscience. So I'm going to leave this particular um, website on my footnotes. And this is pretty damn cool because it take a little test, too. What do you know about jurors' rights? Because, hey, I find it pretty cool. So um, this good brain teaser, and you can learn, too, along the way. And they give you clarify the answers for you. And um, it's a good challenge. And share it to everybody else. There's one thing we don't we got to learn, folks. If we don't exercise our rights, who's going to do it for us, right? Plain and simple. Well, like I said, it's disappointing. But here's the thing. Right now, Alabama, Ohio, the governor signed into law. Indiana's next. Be patient. Because I know the first state that start reviving constitutional care was in Vermont. 1993 and Alaska became the second around 2002 if I'm not there was a person that um authored that on author brought that to the floor it was actually a Democrat from Anchorage and I forgot his name unfortunately which is you should smack me for that but it's nothing to do with party but rather principle and even people who listen to this show or Republicans, don't be embarrassed by criticizing the ones that's supposed to represent you. Because here's the thing, principle over party. On your oath as a registered voter, we all have obligations. Don't complain. Take action. And you know what? There was a claim they want people want to do a uh, special session for Constitution carry. You might have to use a few more bills that are constitutionally inclined. And like people ask me about Ron DeSantis. He has his pros and cons. Uh, I will say that. 
and uh, I don't need a rock star for a governor. I want someone that will represent the people of the state of Florida. And there's some there's some certain bills which I in, in the past I fully disagree with him on, including when it violates free speech. So if you if you if he signs bills which is invalid to one group for one particular right, it affects every single one that will jeopardize our natural rights under Article One, Section Two of our state constitution. So read it thoroughly, my, my friends, if you live in Florida, and everyone out there, know your state constitutions thoroughly. The more you know, the more you exercise it, the less you fear. And that will be it. I thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share throughout your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, or you something that's interesting to check out, whatever you do, please send a correspondence to the corner. Furthermore, I'll leave the footnotes of these um, articles and sites on my page. If you want to contact me, go to LokiLuckNumbers03 at Pro10Mail.com. Or... You, if you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki Luck number three. Once again, thank you for your time. Please always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love and may your guardian spirits be with you.